And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your Carlness went right out the window. What's with this Carlness? It's not even a, a real word. It's a conjunction, a preposition. It's a philosophy, a way of life. It's your name with miss attached to it. Bob, listen to me. If you'd have done what I asked you to and come in my dressing room before the show, you'd have known that you weren't supposed to come out here until I introduced you. Jack, I tried to get into your dressing room, but I didn't have a nickel. I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ, and comedy is a kind of hobby of mine. Well, well actually, it's a little more than just a hobby. Reader's Digest is considering publishing two of my jokes. Really? Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Honey Dollar. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the vivacious Lisa Wolf. In this hour, we'll present a comedy episode of the Burns and Allen Show from 1950. But it's time now for Movie Jeopardy. Lisa Wolf Trebek will play audio clips from popular movies. I'll try to name the movie while you play along at home. Right, Lisa? Right, Carl. And I've chosen a category that I rarely chose for Movie Jeopardy because it's not really my genre. Do you have any guesses? Sci-fi? Yes, that's exactly right. Really? Yes, I chose science fiction. And that prodigy um, boy. <laughs> it or, works. Or a good guess, because you know me too well. So we've got some science fiction films. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've seen all but one of these. So, okay, um, all right. I know of what I speak. Here's the first film going back to 1978. David, what you're doing, well, you're looking at it as if it was human. It was not human. Matthew, what else would it be? It was something, but it was not human. It had white hair on it. It was growing. When the one at Jack's place was... It was like Jack, but it wasn't as developed as the one at Elizabeth's place. It had tendrils on it. The one at Elizabeth's place was duplicating her. And if Matthew hadn't taken me out of there, the same thing that's happened to Jeffrey would have happened to me. So what that Man. clip told you was basically the plot of the story. Duplicating e- yeah. people? Yeah, that um, humans are being replaced by the alien duplicates. Yeah. Right? Um, I Did think you notice I, that voice? Any of the voices there? Is that Kevin McCarthy? I actually think mm-hmm. I know what this movie is. All right. Is it, but um, I'm having trouble, like... Producing uh, it. Well, give it a guess. I don't know. What is it? Well, just try it. I don't know. Come on, give it a guess. No, I don't know. Come on. Something pod people, or it's like the pods, a bunch of pods or something. What are you guessing? I don't know. What is it? <laughs> it's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking the about. pod people? Yeah, it's okay. about a bunch of pod, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, yeah. well, but yeah, I but I didn't you didn't get it. No. no, you did. Darn. That was Jeff Goldblum and Donald oh, Sutherland, Leonard yeah. Nimoy. Yeah, at, Yep, and uh, yeah. based on Kevin the 19- Kevin McCarthy was in the original. That's yeah. what I was thinking. So of. that was the 1956 invasion of the body. Sn- this is the 1978 snatchers. film. But yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. All off right. to a bad start. All right, there's plenty more. I'm to go. going home. That's All right, it. see, see ya. ya. Bye. Take care. <laughs> Have not- fun doing the show without me. Okay. You'll get the rest of them, actually. I think. Okay, I'm back now. I think you'll get all of the rest. Then of I'm them. back. Okay, you are back. Nin- I almost took my uh, ball and bat and went home. 
Yeah, I could see you doing that. I have done that. I bet you have, and you you will continue to do that. (laughs) 1982. I want my way. I know you do. Stay here. Stay. What? Don't tell anybody. No, nobody. Be good. What year? Be good. 82. Elliot. What? Elliot. Elliot. I taught him Elliot. how to talk now. He can Elliot. talk now. I found how to talk She's now. She's a baby there. I can talk now. I, I never saw this movie. I know what it is. You are kidding me. Never seen this movie. What's wrong with you? But I know what it is. All right. It's uh, T-E spelled backwards. E-T. Why did you spell it backwards? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It's so, E.T. Well, I will give this Phone one to home. you. But if you don't see the movie, you just it just doesn't make sense. Well, you didn't see one of the f- movies you said. You said That's you saw true. all of them except for one. Yeah, but not either of these. So E.T. That was Drew Barrymore. Was... She was a baby in that film. Dumb movie. I like it. <laughs> it such a dumb movie. No, did you see it? No, well, but how I, do you know I it's saw dumb? trailers and scenes, and sometimes I was like, the trailer does not. I guess give you the whole picture. I like Steven Spielberg. I, know I mean, you do. It's one of my favorites. But I, this movie was just like, ugh. well, after you see it, then you're allowed All to have right. an opinion. Okay. All right. Next. Don't you hate those people that don't even see the movie, yeah, and then they're and like, and then they're like, I hate stinks. this movie. Don't you hate those kind of yeah, people? Yeah, those are the curmudgeonly Gosh. old guys. All right. Yeah. Nineteen eighty-five. We both know somebody like that. Yes, I do. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Besides, the stainless steel construction made the flux dispersal. Made the what? Look out! Now, this movie I've seen. I know, and you and, like it, right? I think it had two sequels, too. I think there was three altogether. Yeah, that's yes, right. Yes, I like this movie a okay, lot. That's called, Back to the Future. That is absolutely right. Of course, Michael J. Fox mm-hmm. and Christopher Lloyd. There is also, like you said, two sequels. There's Back to the Future Part 2, 1989, and Back to the Future Part 3, 1990. Yeah, all so, of them good. All of them good. All right. All right. All right, doing well. This is the one that I didn't see, although I think you'll you'll be familiar with it. 1993. This thing doesn't live in a swamp. This thing's got, what, a 25, 27 foot neck? A brachiosaur on 30. Sounds like me in the morning. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's not a visual. pretty. It's not pretty in the morning. It's not pretty at night either. <laughs> <laughs> That's me in the morning. Well, that's you every Brush night at Hollywood 360 Where's as my well. toothbrush? Right. Um, that's an easy one. That's Jurassic Park. That is exactly right. And it's based on the 1990 novel, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are five sequels. Yep, I've seen every one of these you movies. You did? They're great. See, I'm not a Jurassic they're Park great. kind of gal. Can you name any of the names of the sequels? No. I didn't think so. No. But there are five. But they're like Jurassic Park. One, two, three, four, five. Well, they all have slightly different names. I know. But, but... That, that's right. Yeah. All right. There's one more to go. Okay. I like this one. All 1979. Final report of the commercial starship Nostromo. Third officer reporting. The other members of the crew. Kane. Lambert, Parker, Brett. All dead. Ash, 
and Captain Dallas are All dead. dead. Yep. She's the Cargo only one. Ship destroyed. I yep. should reach the frontier in about six weeks. With a little luck, the network will pick me up. Mm-hmm. Let's hope. This is Ripley. Believe it or not. This is Nostromo. Ripley, believe it or not. <laughs> um, yeah, that's an easy one. I mean, this is a great movie. I think there was two or three of these also. Yeah, but I think, I think that's the original. That. That's, this is the original. That's Alien. That is Alien. The original is 1979. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it goes to the 80s and the 90s for the sequels. Yeah. And, of course, that was Sigourney Weaver there. Right. So what a great job, Carl. Wow. I, you man, have a, and you, I kind of knew the first one. I, just, I said the pod people, but it was Invasion yeah. of the Bot. But, but you it, have a job to do now. I what? told you you'd get the rest of them. Yeah, you're right, Mike. When your son comes to visit you, you guys can hang out and watch E.T. one night. E.T.? No. Please. No. Okay. No. All right. I don't think so. All right. Thanks, Lisa. Great <laughs> thanks, job. Carl. Great job right. to you. When we come back, it's the Burns and Allen Show special guest, L. Jolson, on that. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. You heard Lisa Wolf there on Memorex talking about our podcast. And you know what, folks? The podcast just got a whole lot better. If you're a podcast subscriber of this show, you will not only get the Hollywood 360 show every Monday emailed to the full five-hour show, but you will now also begin receiving, as of tomorrow, right, tomorrow, No, no, Monday, 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 the first of the week, you will receive, on top of Hollywood 360, you'll also get our new podcast, which is called Radio Rarities. Right, Lisa? Right. So that's Monday, August 8th. That's when it comes out. And uh, we're really excited about it. We've never done anything quite like this. And it's very unique because we have found these really unique and rare radio shows and they're unique for a multitude of reasons they could have some really big celebrities in them or some errors uh, possibly they could be a pilot episode they all have something really special about them and we spent a lot of time researching and really delving into the history of this podcast so we can give you a really broad approach to to learning about it and we give you all of this information prior to actually hearing the radio show so i think you'll see and listen to these radio shows with a whole new light. That's right. Radio Rarity starts this week, and you'll get it as part of your Hollywood 360 podcast. And if you are not a podcast subscriber as yet, go to Hollywood360radio.com and sign up. If you're a Classic Radio Club member, you'll get it automatically. You will also get it automatically if you're already a Hollywood 360 subscriber to the podcast. But if not, Go there now, Hollywood360radio.com. Sign up for the Hollywood 360 podcast. It'll be part of the podcast. You don't have to order anything else. Just order the Hollywood 360 podcast, and you will begin getting radio rarities. So our Cracker Jack producer, Mike Costella, realized that there was a sound issue in the Burns and Allen show we were about to play, so we uh, replaced it with a uh, February 1st, 1950 episode. Uh, George Burns and Gracie Allen's special guest is Al Jolson. Here's part one of the Burns and Allen Show. Are you reducing tooth decay with amidant, ammoniated toothpaste? Well, answer the man, George. Of course, Gracie. I use amidant twice a day. You can smile when you say that. (laughs) 
Yes, it's the Amadet Show, transcribed in Hollywood and starring George Burns and Gracie Allen. With our special guest, Al Jolson, yours truly, Bill Goodwin, B. Benaderet, Hal March, Harry Lubin, and the Amadent Orchestra. For healthy laughter, it's George and Gracie. And for healthier teeth, for fewer cavities, it's Amadent Toothpaste. <laughs> Well, today at the Brown Derby, I had lunch with George Burns and Al Jolson. Now, most guys would be very nervous in such big league company, but not Burns and Jolson. They took me right in stride. <laughs> anyway, before Jolson arrived, George was telling me some anecdotes about him. I'll say this for Jolson, Bill. He's the greatest entertainer in show business. And it's not... And it's not just my opinion. No? No. It's also Jolson's. <laughs> Do you mean that he's a little on the sugar-cured, hickory-smoked side? Is he? There's a thousand articles written about that guy every day. Last week, there was a write-up about him in the Boise, Idaho paper. So far, he has shown it to me ten times. Holy smoke! And for dough, he won't be at the table one minute before he switches the conversation to Boise, Idaho, and whips out that clipping again. Ixnay, Ixnay, here he comes. Oh, yeah. Oh, hello, George. Sorry I'm late. <laughs> Sit down, Al. You know Bill Goodwin. Well, of course. Bill's in my picture. Jolson sings again. How are you, Bill? Fine, Al. That's good. Speaking of Boise, Idaho... What did I tell you? <laughs> I've got a clipping here. Al, nobody was speaking of Boise, Idaho. Bill, look, at my age, who's got time to make continuity? <laughs> I'm no youngster anymore. I'm, I'm almost as old as George. <laughs> Burns or Washington? <laughs> Washington, nobody's old as Burns. <laughs> but uh, this look, article... Joey, we came here to eat. We're hungry. You wouldn't be interested in this clipping? The only thing I'm interested in right now is a pickle. Say, George, what? look, explain something to me, will you? I've been on the Bing Crosby show, Edgar Bergen, Jack Benny, many others, too. How come you never asked me to be on your show? Don't you like me? I love you. But who can afford your price? <laughs> look, I don't have any price. I do these things because I like to. For example, when I'm on the Crosby show, Bing just gives me whatever loose change he happens to have in his pocket. Now, the last time I was on it, it came to $18,000. Well, that's better than laying off. Yeah. Wow, imagine having 18000 in his pocket. I thought Bing was naturally bow-legged. <laughs> I'll tell you what, George. We're such good friends. I'll be on your program. It won't cost you a penny. I'll do it for Amident. That's wonderful. How many tubes? Two. <laughs> I want the company. The company? <laughs> Al, you expect George to give you the business? No. <laughs> That's what I'm giving him. Sorry, <laughs> well, Al, no deal. Now, let's eat. Oh, wait up. Wait up. Oh. 
Oh, Gracie, I'm home. Oh, hello, sweetheart. Have you had your lunch? Yeah, I had lunch at the Derby. Who with? An old friend of ours. Though April showers may come your way. Ah. Oh. <laughs> George, you've been eating pickles again. I'm imitating the fellow I had lunch with. They bring the flowers. Let bloom in my home. <laughs> what does he do for a living? He sings. He makes a living singing like that? Yes. And when it's raining, I have no regrets. Oh, oh, now I know who it is. Oh, sure. Common Lombardo. Gracie, I'm doing Al Jolson. Oh. I had lunch with him, and you know me. When I'm with a great personality, some of it always rubs off on me. Oh, gee, I wish you'd have lunch with Errol Flynn sometime. <laughs> you mean I'm not romantic enough? Well, it would be fun to be kissed now and then. Gracie, I just got through kissing you. When? New Year's Eve. <laughs> but this is the first of February. Okay, I'll kiss you again. There. How's that? Have lunch with Errol Flynn, I know, I know. <laughs> what have you been doing today? Oh, sit down and relax, and I'll tell you all about it. Now, here's your pipe. I filled it for you. Well, thanks. Now, let me give you a light. <laughs> <laughs> there. Well, for Pete's sake, <clears throat> what did you fill this pipe with? The bow off my hat. <laughs> the bow off your hat? Well, you told me you smoked velvet. <laughs> Here, throw it out. Don't you like it? No, I'm switching to Blue Surge. <laughs> Come in. Hello, Gracie. Hello, John. Oh, hi, Hello, Blanche. Blanche. Say, Gracie, I've got an awful lot of sewing and mending to do. Could I borrow your singer? Certainly. Go with it, George. <laughs> she means your sewing machine. Oh, oh, George isn't that kind of a singer. <laughs> he isn't the other kind either. I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> Excuse me, girls. Sam the tailor at your service. <laughs> Hello, Sam. I'm returning the suit I pressed for you, Mr. Boynes. Thanks, Sam. Tell me, who made that suit for you? One of your radio writers? Why? It's funny. <laughs> Listen, this suit was made by Hart Schaffner and Marks. And they've been making suits for a hundred years. You should be proud to have the first one. <laughs> Look, Sam, with a suit like this in the house, the moths must be eating out. <laughs> Sam, will you do me a favor? I'll be delightful. <laughs> Just press the suit and stop pressing with the jokes. Okay, daddy boy. <laughs> daddy boy? Toodle-doodle. Toodle-doodle, Sam. Good job. <laughs> Better remember that morse gag. I might be able to use it next week. See, George, I was just telling Blanche about you having lunch with Al Jolson today. You know, she's a great fan of his. I'll say I am. He's quite a guy, Blanche. I've never seen such drive and energy in my life. He must be a human dynaflow. <laughs> uh, you mean Mo? No, Al. Who's Mo? <laughs> Mo is Al's brother. Oh. I'm going in the den. I'll see you girls later. I gotta lie down. Gee, Blanche, I wish George had some of Jolson's pep and vitality. Where do you suppose Jolson gets it, Gracie? Oh, I wish I knew. Well, he's certainly married to a young wife. 
Maybe that's what does it. <laughs> Having a very young and beautiful wife. No, that hasn't helped George. <laughs> Blanche, I know Jolson personally. I'll go see him and find out the secret of his vitality. Well, Gracie, come in, come in Thank you, Al I'm sorry I was so long getting to the door You see, my wife is gone And I'm taking care of our baby, little Asa I see I gotta feed him about an hour So I'm boiling some bottles Well, won't they be hard to digest? <laughs> Gracie, the baby won't eat the bottles Well, I don't blame him There you go What brings you over, Gracie? Well, Al, you've gotta tell me your secret where do you get all your pep and vitality? How, how do you do it? What keeps you going? Keeps me going? Mm -hmm. Gracie, I'm not on my last leg. Oh, so that's it. You've got spare parts. <laughs> Look, how, how about sending the old ones over to George? <laughs> Gracie, what you see here is all original equipment. I just take care of it. Well, um, tell me how so I can make George do it. Well, first of all, I keep my weight down. Every day I get in a steam cabinet and bake for 30 minutes. I'll show you. I got one right here in the bathroom. Relax, boys, relax. Relax. I'm just showing someone around. Gracie. <laughs> this is a steam cabinet right here. See you later, boys. What's that orchestra doing in your bathroom? Oh, I, I keep him in there all the time, honey. You see, when I sing in the shower, I like it to sound real pretty. <laughs> Those are the only musicians who have to belong to the plumbers' union, too. Well, we wouldn't have room for a steam cabinet. Well, you better do something. I saw George in the locker room at the club, and that stomach of his don't look so good. No? No. Tell him to diet. All right. What color? <laughs> Let that go, let that go I've got another idea, Gracie By the way, does George take calisthenics? Well, I think so Does it come in a blue bottle? <laughs> no, I, I, I mean it might help George uh, to work with a dumbbell What am I saying? That's what's putting where he is <laughs> All right, that's the first portion of the Burns and Allen show From February 1st, 1950 Special guest, Al Jolson We'll get back to it and a whole lot more fun, right, Lisa? Oh, for sure. Uh, right after this, so stick around. Hi, I'm Carl Amari. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, The Whistler, and Abbott and Costello, consider joining the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 of the greatest classic radio shows of all time. As curator, the 10 shows I select will be the best sound quality and the most popular, along with a rare show sprinkled in to add to the fun. I'll also send you historical liner notes, plus photos of the radio stars. Members also receive 
receive an email each week with a link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show. The links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 whenever you'd like. The first month membership fee is only $1, with each additional month under $10. And you can cancel at any time with no obligation. By joining the Classic Radio Club, you're supporting this show, so we thank you very much. Join the Classic Radio Club at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. I'm super excited, Lisa, for our listeners to uh, hear the first Radio Rarities episode, which is going to be this week. And, uh, folks, if you don't know what we're talking about, well, we have a new podcast. We talked about it a little earlier, but we have a new podcast. It's a 30-minute podcast. Each and every week we're doing a new one. Carl Shadow, who is a foremost authority on the golden age of radio, is writing the show. And Lisa and I take a very rare program. And, I mean, we are we are going to have some of the coolest shows on this. I mean, shows that you maybe have never heard of or maybe you have heard of them, but maybe the star was sick that week and so but somebody else is playing that part or whatever the case may be, different and unique radio shows will be um, featured on this program. And we do all this historical background, thanks to Carl Shadow. And Lisa and I introduce the show. We play it for you within the 30, about 32-minute podcast. And uh, it's absolutely cool. I mean, you're going to love it. The very first one, the premiere episode, will come to everyone who is a Hollywood 360 podcast subscriber and everyone who is a classic radio club subscriber. So uh, join either the club or sign up to the podcast, and it comes automatically to you right to your email each and every Monday. Go to Hollywood360radio.com and sign up for the Hollywood 360 podcast, and you'll start receiving Radio Rarities as part of that. Or go to ClassicRadioClub.com and sign up to uh, our Classic Radio Club. You'll also get it that way, right, Lisa? Right. We're very excited about it. It'll be out Monday, August 8th. Yep, and we're going to record uh, four more this Wednesday. Yeah. I and, mean, of course, our producer is yeah. the one and only... Mike Costella. Mike Costella. So you know that it will uh, sound perfect, well, yeah. as well as Carl can sound. Yeah, know? well, He does I mean, his best. We just heard the second episode. It was really cool. I mean, yeah, we just listened to that today. So Mike's knocking these out every uh, at least one a week, and uh, people will receive those once a week. So it's cool. I'm I'm really excited about it. Radio Rarities. And I came up with the name. I was going to say, I'm glad I came I up with came that. I came up with that name. Thank yeah. you very much. You did. All right, we're listening to the <laughs> the Burns and Allen show. Uh, George Burns and Gracie Allen, they were on the air a long, long time, 1932 until 1950 on the radio. And then, of course, they moved to television in 1950. They never, they didn't do the show simultaneously. Like a lot of the programs, Jack Benny was on radio and TV at the same time. Not Burns and Allen. They 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 stopped the radio in 1950 and then just uh, concentrated on the TV show. This is a, a broadcast from their very last year on the radio. L. Jolson is their guest, and Jolson sings a few fun songs. Let's uh, return now to February 1st, 1950, the conclusion to the Burns and Allen show. Well, I'm not leaving here until I find out how 
father put George and you in the same condition? <laughs> I don't think it's going to take long. In fact, I feel the need of a cold shower right now. Excuse me a minute, Gracie. Boys, turn on the cold water and give me a downbeat. Yesterday I heard a lover sigh. Goodbye. Oh, me, oh, my. Seven times he got aboard his train. And seven times he hurried back to kiss his love again and tell her, toot, toot, tootsie, goodbye. Toot, toot, tootsie, don't cry. That choo-choo train that takes me away from you. No words can tell how sad it makes me. He'll speak to the end and do it over again. Watch for the mail. I'll never fail. If you don't get a letter, then you'll know I'm in jail. Don't cry, Tootie, don't cry. Goodbye, Tootsie, goodbye. Kiss me to the end and do it over again. Watch for the mail, I never fail. And if you don't get a letter, then you'll know I'm in jail. Don't cry, Tootie, don't cry. Goodbye, Tootie, George has just received an urgent phone call from Al Jolson asking him to come to the recording studio where Al is cutting some records. Oh, George, I'm glad you rushed right over. I want to talk to you. What is it, Al? Well, you know I wanted $10,000 to be on your program. Yeah. Get Gracie out of my house and I'll do it for nothing. <laughs> Gracie's at your house? Yeah, she's been all afternoon asking me a million questions about my vitality. She said, Jolie, you never get any older. Well, you don't. I got news for you. Today I did. <laughs> Look, Joe. That woman can age whiskey. <laughs> Tell me something, George. How long have you been married to her? Almost 18 years. You were smart. You married her after it was too late to do you any damage. <laughs> she gave you a bad time, huh? Bad time? Get this. I showed her my baby, little Ace. Yeah. And I told her that having a baby kept me young. She said, yeah, and it didn't hurt your figure any either. How do you like Murder. George, look, I repeat, get Grace out of my house, and I'll go on your show for nothing. Hell, I wouldn't let you do that. Okay, I'll give you a thousand. It's a deal. <laughs> I'll have her out of your house in five minutes. Blanche, before I could find out where Al Jolson gets his pep and vitality, George made me leave. Oh. Did you get to meet his wife? Yeah, oh, she's a lovely girl. Comes from the South, you know. She lived on a plantation where they raised banjos. <laughs> raised them? 
Yes, she told me how she used to love to sit on the veranda while the hired hands picked their banjos. Uh, yeah. But, um... Well, I still haven't found out how to give George some pep. Well, maybe you don't give him enough fresh vegetables, like... Uh, Spinach and carrots. Oh, carrots are overrated, Blanche. You know that stuff about carrots helping you see in the dark? Yeah. Oh, don't believe it. The time my flashlight burned out, I tried to use a carrot and I said... <laughs> I tell you, I couldn't even see the carrot. <laughs> Hello, dear. Oh, hello, Gracie. Oh, hello, Harry. You're late, Harry. Yeah, well, I stopped off at the May Company. I finally exchanged that shawl for your mother. Well, it's none of my business, but that certainly is a silly trade. <laughs> Gracie, Harry meant that... Blanche, just tell her that as soon as they mark your mother down, we'll buy her back. <laughs> oh, all good. Well, goodbye, you two. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, what a woman. With her, you've got to keep changing the subject to stay on the subject you start with. Now, don't make any cracks about Gracie. She's a devoted wife. She's been out all day trying to find a way to make George healthy. She stays out long enough, that'll do it. Are you kidding? He doesn't deserve a wife like Gracie. Nobody does. What was George before Gracie married him? He was doing all right. He had an act with a trained seal. <laughs> well, believe me, she married the wrong half of the act. <laughs> Gracie, what's the idea of all this health talk? Well, I want you to be like Al Jolson, dear. He looks so tan and healthy. Okay, I'll get a sun lamp. No, don't do that. Some lamps don't work. I happen to know that Eddie Cantor used one for years and he never had a son. <laughs> Jolson is healthy because he likes to exercise and I don't. Well, exercise has certainly helped my Uncle Fred. Uncle Fred? Mm hmm I don't remember him. He was married to Aunt Clara. I don't remember her either. Well, she's Joe's sister. Who's Joe? Well, I don't remember him. Uh, let's get back to Uncle Fred. Clara's husband. Clara's husband, yes. Let's get back to him. Well, she was a waitress up in Alaska. This is Clara. Yes, and that's where she met Uncle Fred. He lived up there in that mining town. Gnome? Of course I know him. He's my uncle. I see. Come in. Hi, Burns. Hello, Hi, Bill. Willie. Say, I just heard Al Jolson is going to be on your program for free. That's right, Bill. Well, George, how did you ever get him to do that? I happen to be married to the right people. <laughs> you know that Jolson's the greatest singer in the world. It'll be a treat to hear him sing those hits he made famous. Yeah, and George can sing the hits he made famous. Like what? Tiger Girl, In the Heart of a Cherry, Drop Dead, From Time to Time to Time. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Drop Dead? I never sang a song like that. Well, it must be one of your numbers, George. Whenever you get up at a party and say, what would you like me to do? Everybody drop else dead? drop... I say. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, drop dead, oh, drop dead, oh, drop dead. You are the ideal of my dreams. Oh, yes. One of my new songs. George, surely you're not going to sing with Jolson on the show. You know, it's different when he and Crosby sing together. Ha! 
Crosby and Jolson can't sing as good as George put together. Well, yeah, but who could put George together? Jolson will never sing with you, George. Oh, yes, he will. Uh, come in. Oh, hello, George. Hello, Greg. Oh, hello, Bill. Hi, oh, Charlie. Al. Come right in. Hello, Al. We were just talking about you. Yeah, Al, I was just telling George and Gracie that you're the greatest singer in the world. Oh, now, Bill, you shouldn't tell them that. Why not? They already know it. <laughs> Al, settle something for us, will you? When you come on our show, if George insists on singing, what'll you do? Drop dead? <laughs> oh, no, no, that's one of George's songs. <laughs> See, you're the top, Al. Sing a couple of lines of Swanee for me right now, will you? Here, I've written out the words for you. Amy Dent, how I love you, how I love you. Amy Dent, toothpaste, <laughs> I'd give the world to see a great big tube of A-A-M-I-D-E-N-T. I think I'll stick to the original lyrics. About <laughs> <laughs> To make it famous. I know, but I don't want to be Everybody's famous. Everybody's talking I, about amadent. Bill, you know. I'd rather sing about the. No, it's the ammoniated toothpaste that helps fight tooth decay. More dentists recommend amadent than any other dentifrice. With a song like this, you can make a comeback. Well, give it to George. He can use it. <laughs> Thanks. George, I'd like to discuss that program that I said I'd do for nothing. You're looking to get out of the deal. Oh, no, George. But I, I've got a couple of stipulations you'll have to meet. Oh, well, we'd love to. I'll bring them in. <laughs> oh, uh, tell Gracie what you want, Al. Well, before I sing on your program, I gotta have 50 strings in back of me. Oh, why? Is your corset loose? <laughs> Look, Gracie, let's forget the stipulation. I'll do the program. I thought so. Well, Al, you sing the hits you made famous, and George will do the ones he made famous. It'll be a medley. George, sing with me? Oh, now, Gracie. Oh, scared, huh? <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll bring my musicians over, and you listen to both of us sing. I think you'll change your mind. Okay, Gracie, the boys are all set up. Now you'll see why George and I shouldn't sing together. Hit it, boys, hit it. Yes, sir, that's my baby. No, sir, don't mean maybe. Yes, sir, that's my baby now. Yes, ma'am, we've decided. No, ma'am, we won't hide it. Yes, ma'am, you're invited now. By the way, by the way, when we reach the preacher man, I'll say with feeling. Yes, sir, that's my baby. No, sir, don't mean maybe. Yes, sir, that's my baby now. Okay. Okay, George, the orchestra is yours. I don't need any help. I'll play for myself. From time to time in every clan, blessings come from above. Surname to others' fame, while others are looking around. That's enough I for the Everybody loves the baby, that's why I'm in love with you. Pretty baby, pretty baby. And I'd like to be your sister, brother, dad, and mother, too. 
Pretty baby, pretty baby, won't you come and let me rock you in my cradle of love, and we'll cuddle all the time. Oh, I want a loving baby, and it might as well be you, pretty baby of mine, pretty baby of mine. I love to call you Rosie, but roses fade away. Roses die when the winter time appears. Hit it, boy. Hit it. Hit it. Baby face. You've got the cutest. Oh, you've got a baby face. There's not another one to take your place. Oh, baby face. My poor heart is jumping. You sure sudden. Oh, baby face. I'm up in heaven when I'm in your fun embrace. It's like a breath of spray when Jolie came. Bum 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 down in the garden where the red rose grows. Bonnie, oh my, I love you oh, George, so. Oh George, George, you can stop singing. You can stop, George. I've made. Well, Jolson whistles too. Dear, I've made my decision. Yes? Yes. You Al was right. You two can't sing on the same program. Gracie, <laughs> I knew you'd see it that way, honey. Well, certainly. George is so much better. He'll do all the things. <laughs> oh, Union, come with me. I need another cold shower. Gracie will return in just a moment. Join us again next Wednesday when we'll all be back. George Burns, Gracie Allen, Harry Lubin and the Amadent Orchestra, and yours truly, Bill Goodwin. Brought to you by the makers of Amadent, the ammoniated toothpaste and tooth powder. Recommended by more dentists than any other dentifrice. The George Burns and Gracie Allen program was transcribed in Hollywood. Written by Paul Henning, Sid Dorfman, Larry Klein, and Harvey Helm. And produced by William Burns. And now here are our stars. Folks, next week, starting Monday, February 6th, is Children's Dental Health Week, a time for all of us to think about the damage that dental diseases are causing in the teeth of our American children. It's an important subject. That's true, George. There are over 284 million cavities in the teeth of American youngsters right now. Well, uh, what can their mothers and fathers do to help, Bill? Gracie, here are some rules the dental health authorities are suggesting. First and most important... Have children undergo a regular periodic dental examination. Second, brush teeth after breakfast and before retiring at night. Third, eat plenty of meat, eggs, butter, cheese, fresh fruits and green vegetables and drink plenty of milk. Fourth, use an ammoniated dentifrice. Well, I know every mother listening will want to impress those rules upon her family during Children's Dental Health Week, Bill. And every week, all year long. Good night, folks. Girls, ever hear of the shampoo that won't disturb your wave? Nope. 
just dreamed of them. Then, lady, try Minipoo. Minipoo? What a cute name. Women, cute name. The point is, lady, Minipoo is a dry shampoo, see? Cleans your hair in only ten minutes without water. Leaves even oily hair fresh and fragrant, but doesn't disturb your wave. Get it? Yes, but where do I get it? At your druggist's, dear. Ask for Minipoo, M-I-N-I-P-O-O, Minipoo. Wednesday and every Wednesday. Listen to the Avident Show starring George and Gracie. Good night. Stay tuned for Lemon Abner. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Now, Lisa, you were in advertising, okay? Can you imagine if you would have come up come up with the name Mini Poo for shampoo? They're like, yeah, I don't think okay, you need a degree door, in advertising to figure that one out. The door is right there. Just the thank you, Lisa. <laughs> it's been great been working. Been really with nice you. working with you. Here's you. I got a great idea for a shampoo. It's a dry shampoo. You don't use any water. It's called Mini Poo. Well, like shampoo. Yeah. It's a different kind of poo. <laughs> and the other thing I want to know is, do you use an ammoniated toothpaste? Do you use a... Doesn't everybody use ammoniated? <laughs> Amident ammoniated, ammoniated toothpaste. Yeah. Right. Ah, all With right. Ammonia. There you have the Burns and Allen Show, February 1st, 1950. George Burns and Gracie Allen special guest Al Jolson has heard on CBS. Time for This Month in Music History. And we are going back to the 1990s on this edition. This first song is from 1999. She's hips, new sensations, new kicks in the And there it is, Live in La Vida Loca. Do you know how that translates? What's that? Do you know how to translate Live in La Vida Loca? Living life to the fullest. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Is that that Ricky uh, somebody? Yes. Ricky somebody. um, That's Ricky Martin. Martin, yeah, Ricky Martin. That's right. This is his fifth album, but his English language debut. Hmm. And it topped the Billboard charts for five weeks. And it was his first number one single on the chart. Live in La Vida Loca. Live in La Vida Loca. Live in the crazy life. Live in the crazy life. Oh, really? Cool. All right. Very cool. Thanks, Lisa. <laughs> when we come back, it's more of Hollywood 360. So stay with us. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. In our next hour, it's a chilling episode of The Mysterious Traveler from 1950. Plus, we'll play Beat the Host, right, Lisa? That's right. It's all about Steve Carell. He was born Steve August 16, 1962. Yeah. So he's turning 60 this year. We need a caller to be on the air and play the game. Yeah. Give us a call at 312-642-5600. We're looking for caller number 7. 312-642-5600. Play the game with us. We'll see you soon.
It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.